Welcome once again to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Thank you for joining us today as we're going to bring you a series of messages to encourage you to do what God wants every believer to do, and that is to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to those who do not know him. Do you care enough to share? Do you know that God has made you a minister of reconciliation? Do you know when to share, where to share, and how to share? Well, listen to these messages as we're going to encourage the body of Christ to get busy because the harvest is ripe, but the labors are few. Now join us today as we go into the Word of God and see what the Word is sharing with us about how to be effective in reaching others for Jesus Christ. Why do you think he saved us? So we can go and gather some others. You think he wanted us to go and gather some others? Well, he wanted us to go and gather some others so much that he saved us. In fact, one of the last instructions he gave his disciples, he said, go and make disciples, teaching them and baptizing them. So he wanted us to go. In the book of Luke chapter 15, Jesus gave three parables to show how much God loves people. And he shows us that God loves people. Those three parables, one was the shepherd who went after the lost sheep, the woman who lost a a valuable coin, and a father who lost a son, a prodigal son. He gave that to show how how much caring went into those those things that were lost. When you read those parables, you're going to see the rejoicing that takes place when that which is lost is found. In fact, the Bible tells us every time someone on earth comes to Jesus Christ, heaven rejoices. The angels in heaven are rejoicing every time because that's what's important in them. They're waiting every day. Let's see if somebody else is going to get saved. They're not waiting to see whether you're going to get a new house or a new car or whether you're going to get a supernatural anointing or whether you're going to do all kinds of supernatural things. They're waiting to see if somebody's going to come into the kingdom. And when they do, they just rejoice. Yes, another one is coming. And I wonder what they're thinking about us when we're not helping out in the thing that's most important to the Lord. So the angels in heaven are rejoicing, and that reminds us that God cares about individuals. God so loved the world, but he loves each and every one of us, and he's searching for each and every one that can come into the kingdom. In the parable of the good shepherd, we see the shepherd leaving the 99 who were already in the fold and going out of his way, to retrieve the lost sheep. He says, I lost one. He didn't say, well, you know, they should have they, they, they known where, they should have kept up. I kept telling them not to uh, go wandering off, but soon, let them go and wander off, see what happened to them. I'm going to take my rest of my 99, we going on. No, he said, no, wait a minute, that one is important. We see the woman who lost the coin stopped what she was doing and almost tatted the house up to find that coin that was so valuable. She swept that house. She looked in every corner until she can find that coin. And then we see the father standing in the doorway looking for his lost son to come home. And in that parable, that father runs out to that son. That was not 
proper order in, the, in that culture for the senior, the older man, to run to the younger man. The younger man always has to run to the old one, but his father says, no, I've been waiting for him so long, I will break custom and I will run to my son, even though he told me to give him, give me, give him all of his money and he went wasted it, he messed up his life, I'm not going to go down there and tell him, see there, I told you, no, he's so glad that he came home that he put his loving arms around him. And that's a picture of God saying, no matter how bad a person is, no matter how bad their lives are, I want to put my arms around him and bring him into the fold. Would you be willing to get out of your comfort zone and take a step of faith to reach somebody else for Jesus Christ? Would you be honest long enough to say that maybe you don't care as much as you should about people who don't know the Lord and you need to Need to get that right with God. God, I need to right. I'll be honest and tell you. Yeah, I, I don't care as much as I should. I need to care more. So let's begin by doing these things. Asking the Lord to give us a burden for the lost. And secondly, I want you to do this. And I've done this. Establish a goal for the number of people that you will share the gospel message with. Establish a goal. The number of people that I want to share the gospel message with. Now, Listen, we're talking about the gospel message. I'm not just saying, uh, I just told somebody God is good. No, I want to tell somebody Jesus Christ came so that you can have eternal life. He came to save sinners. That's the gospel message. Don't just share this message. I just want people to see my life and see how I live. That's my message. No, he said, tell them. He said, go and tell this message. Is it one person a month? That's your goal. That's your goal. That's okay. One a month. I want to share the gospel message. I want to tell somebody that Jesus Christ came to save sinners. He saved me and turned my life around. And I don't know what's going on in your life, but he can turn your life around. Tell them. Decide. Is it one a month? One a week? One a quarter? I'm not going to ask for a show of hands, but many of us do not have any goal like that. I didn't have a goal like that. I got me a goal like that. I want to tell somebody about Jesus Christ. Y'all was all happy a while ago. Now I'm giving you to get a goal. Y'all look pretty sad. You look pretty sad about having a goal to tell somebody about Jesus. That don't cost you nothing. You ain't got to, you ain't got to buy no book. You ain't got to spend no money. You don't have to go get no training for this. This is easy. The enemy going to challenge you, but God is going to go with you. There are people everywhere. And if we get back to the basics, if you have a desire to share your faith with somebody, God's going to put somebody in your path. I was, I was, I was reading about a man who was saying uh, he, had to, he was determined to tell people everywhere he go. And he was just talking about how God will arrange things. And he said he was in the men's room. And he was in the men's room, and uh, the guy in the other stall said, hey, buddy. And he said, oh, I don't want to talk to no man talking to me in the men's room. And he just said, hey. And the guy said, you got something for me in the men's room? He said, no, I ain't got nothing for you. And the man said, I thought you was the man. Well, he was, the guy was looking to buy some dope. He said, I, I was looking to buy to score. And he said, all of a sudden, he said, he's looking for something. He said, yeah, I got, in fact, I got something for you. Jesus Christ came to change your life so you won't have to deal with those drugs. Yeah. And the guy said, no, man, I tried that already. I've been to a church, and he named the church he went to. 
and the church he went to was the church that this guy was the pastor of. <laughs> so this was the pastor in there, and the guy said, yeah, I went to a church, and I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't, he says, no. He said, you know what, God arranged for me to give you a do-over. He said, let's meet outside. <laughs> and he met outside. He said, God arranged for you to get a do-over. This is your second chance. Okay, God will arrange people. God is trying to get people saved. His problem is the believers won't work for him. He said, the harvest is ripe. What's the problem? I got a labor shortage. Not that I don't have laborers. They're just not laboring. I got a labor crisis. The laborers are few. The harvest is ripe. And he said, pray therefore to the Lord of the harvest that he will send laborers out into the harvest field. So what I want to leave you with tonight, here's a great opportunity. Uh, We are here for such a time as this. Don't shake your head about all the bad stuff going on. God put us here. We are in the right place at the right time for such a time as this. And we have what it takes to get the job done. You may not have, you may not uh, uh, think you have what it takes, but we have what it takes. Um, let me just put it to you this way. You can look around. We are the best that God has to put on the job right in here. We are the one. Look around. We're the best he got to work with. We're the best. Come on. You, know, you might not look think like that, but we're the, we're the ones he got to work with. Who else? It's us. Don't let the enemy tell you, well, I can't do it, I can't do that. No, he's been, he been giving you that fake news forever. You can't do this, you can't do that. Look at you and look at that. No, we're the ones he got to work with. And wherever you are, you are in the place that God put you so that you can make a difference. Father, we just thank you tonight. We just praise you, Father. We thank you that you put us in this culture. You put us in this climate. You put us in here among all of the evil stuff that's going on. Father, you said that we should let our light shine, that men may see your good works and glorify you in heaven. Help us, almighty God, to have a sensitivity to what you're doing around us. Somebody's coming to Christ because we're obedient. Somebody's coming to Christ because we were bold enough to just to tell them that Jesus saves. God, use our position, use our place, use where we are, use our environment. Stir us up in our hearts, God. I pray that this congregation will will take the challenge right now to be effective and useful. There's somebody walking by us, Father, that uh, is thinking about committing suicide. You want to rescue them. Somebody's in deep despair. Somebody's lost. Somebody's lonely. Somebody don't even know, never heard the gospel. Use our voice. Use us right now. Use us right now. Some of us are in our own hurt and pain, but use us. Some of us have our own issues, but use us. Some of us, God, don't feel like we're not competent enough, but use us. You say you can take the foolish things and confound the wise. Thank you for the privilege. Thank you. Give us, let us care enough to share. Let us speak your word with boldness. The simple gospel, Jesus saves. Jesus loves you and Jesus saves you. Right now, he delivers. He set free. He heals. Father, we thank you for your word that says, 
You're able to do more than we can ask or think or imagine according to your power that's at work within us. Thank you for your power. Come on, say, Lord, thank you for your power. Come on, it's in there. It's in there. It's about to be ignited. It's about to be ignited. It's about to be stirred up. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your power that's on the inside of me. Stir in my heart right now, God. Help us to keep our eyes on the prize. Keep our eyes on what's important to you. Right now, Father, as we take care of your business, you will take care of our business. Thank you for it now. Use every man in this place. Use every woman in this place. Use every child in this place. We thank you for it now. We praise you for it now. In the name of Jesus. Father, as we pray to establish a, a goal, give us a goal in our own mind and our own heart, God, where you can work through us to reach others. We thank you for it now. We thank you for it now. In the name of Jesus. This is Jerry G. Martin once again. I certainly hope that you have enjoyed this message today as we brought you the Word of God to help you to grow, to help you to be productive in the kingdom of God as this is our day and this is our time to lead our families, to make a difference in the world, and to bring other people to Jesus Christ. God is not caught off guard about the things that are going on in our culture, in our country, in our economy, and in our families. He is on the throne and he is working. He's just looking for his people to rise up and participate with him in what he would like to do at this day and this time. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can hear it on our podcast. The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can hear today's message or previous messages that have aired on this station. I invite you to visit our website at lowcf.org for more information. Now, I want to take a moment to invite you to be my guest. Every Sunday in the month of July, I will be on a special series called God's Blessings for tough times. I know that a lot of people are going through some very challenging times now. We have some controversy and confusion in our country, but God always blesses his people no matter what's going on. So come and join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. Let me mention the Beacon Bookstore on our campus. For books and Bibles and Sunday school materials or whatever you need, call us at 281-441-2885. 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.